I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday, the 2nd of December in the year of 2015. How the fuck are you? Hello. How are you? It's December, 2nd of December. You got your advent calendars out, huh? Yeah. Got the kids running down in the morning. Chocolates. Putting chocolate in their face. Yeah. First thing in the morning. You have to be quite disciplined for an advent calendar. I just used to eat all mine on Yeah, the, on I think that's day. what everyone does, right? Yeah. I um, used to live near a chocolate factory. Really? And yeah, and uh, when I was... Did you have the golden Eight years old, they had this contest where they had they right. hidden these tickets yeah, 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 yeah. in. And then I, I won one of yeah. the tickets. Oh, wow, wow. And then I went in well, and yeah. uh, Gene Wilder raped me. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wilder was a tricky, tricky fish. Oompa, loompa, I'm inside you. The Oompa Loompas... <laughs> Were they... Isn't that a bit weird? Were they slaves? That he saved... That Willy Wonka saved a race of dwarfs. And enslaved them. Or midgets, as they were yeah, called back then. they didn't get paid. And then he made them basically wear comical blackface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Painted them all orange yeah. and was like, now go do all the work. Did they have Suck a... that fat boy out the tubes. <laughs> Did they... That girl who's turned into a berry, go, yeah. go uh, juice her. Yeah. Did they have a union? Do you think they met? <laughs> to get, they they probably would now. It's like, it was a bit, you know... Do they, do they ever get together and kind of discuss working conditions? It's all a bit pedo-y, that film, as you get older. Not to shit on anyone's favourite childhood films, but it's right. a little bit pedo-y that a man invites kids. Kids to his magic. Yeah, and it's all very sexual as well, like the big, the gloopy, chocolatey... I don't know, hang on, I'm not going with the this. The chocolatey... And the I'm big... He, at the very end, he gets in this great big shaft that shoots out over the town through the so, great glass elevator. So you're saying it's like Freudian... I'm saying it's just a little bit horny. I mean, let's take a look at Roald Dahl's books for a minute, shall we? The Magic Finger. Right. Remember that one? No, I don't. Do you not remember the I Magic Finger that. where a girl points her finger at shit and then can turn them into birds or whatever? Ah. Is that right? Yeah. There was a book called The Magic Finger. The Magic Finger. Yeah. Roald Dahl was a... Was I think you just have a sick And, and Roald mind. Dahl's mate, Roald yeah. Dahl's best mate, Gary yeah. Glitter. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's bullshit. It's true. Have you not seen that video on YouTube of Gary Glitter on This Is Your Life when Roald Dahl's daughter comes out? Have you not seen this video? No. There were different generations, weren't they? No. Roald Dahl. Glitter was younger than Roald Dahl. I don't think so. Roald Dahl's long since dead, isn't he? Well, anyway, you can still be friends with people that are of a different age. Yeah, Look at us. Yeah, yeah. Well, hang on. I'm not having, I'm not having that. Not... Let me tell this story. All right, fine. Uh, Roald Dahl. Uh, Gary Glitter's on This Is Your Life. Is that what it's called? Where they it give was. you the red book. With Parkinson? No, some, it's like a poor man's Parkinson. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, so invi- and they bring out guests. Michael Aspel. Michael they bring Aspel. out guests. And they bring out Roald Dahl's daughter. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, when I, when I was a kid, we used to, uh, Gary Glitter would stay at, would live at our, at our house. Mm-hmm. And we used to charge everyone 5p to come gaze at Glitter. Right. And all the school girls in their long socks and short skirts. Yeah. And you see Gary Glitter look at her on camera and go, shh. Oh, like this, shit. like puts his finger up to his mouth. Really? Yeah, and goes, and, and like quickly does up his tie and goes, shh. Ooh. Yeah. Look it up on YouTube. Gary Glitter, uh, this is your life, I guess. As soon as I get home, I won't do that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. blatantly, <laughs> I'm not accusing Roald Dahl. I'm just saying that he had a book called The Magic Finger. Right. And there was loads of sexual innuendo in his books. And he, and he was mates with a big pedo. Right. So you're kind of triangulating the pedo here. Yeah. You, you, I'm you, saying you, if it came out, you have no real wouldn't evidence. be a surprise. Yeah. You, you, you know? He's in the zone, yeah. the pedo zone. Yeah. Of, James of and the giant peach, you know? No, this we is We all not. know what a peach is, yeah? yeah? What, a fruit? Symbolism for a vagina. Is it? A little peach. Really? Yeah. Oh. 
There you go. There you see. I should read up on my um, symbolic fruits. There you go. Anyway, well, <laughs> the reason I was saying that <laughs> was because I used to live next to a chocolate factory. Right. And Gene Wilder raped me. No, right. no, no. 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 <laughs> I used to live next to a chocolate factory. Yeah. And they'd be done with the Advent chocolates in an Easter. Right. So they, so the chocolate that you're eating in your Advent calendar yeah. is at least eight months old. Well, that's fine, isn't it? Chocolate keeps. Yeah, but it's a bit gross. Well, It's not know. fresh chocolate. Fresh chocolate. Mm. Right. Anyway. Hello. Happy December. Well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Sorry it's late. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be late. We've had a quite rec- busy You've time. had a... Why don't you tell the listeners about it? Well, I'll tell you, Josh. Week. I'll tell you. Because I'll tell you all. Shall, shall I give you a precursor? Well, no. About, it's all right. I'll, okay. I'll, well, as you recall, last week, uh, we are discussing Thanksgiving. And I gave thanks. Well, I, I, I struggled to give thanks for anything, but eventually I ended up giving thanks for my health. Well, 12 hours later, I was in the hospital um, having my appendix removed. So I was rushed to hospital, had a, an emergency appendectomy, and nice. I've been fucked all week. They, they cut me open, removed the damn thing, and here I am. How quickly did the pain come on? Well, basically, I, I was actually a real, real pussy about it all. Like, I went to the hospital and went, oh, yeah, we're going to have to operate on you. And I was like, oh, because that means like going under general anesthetic. So they completely knock you out. And I was like, what if I don't wake up? Do you know what I mean? That's death knocking. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a real, real, really kind of intense period of time. And uh, yeah. But hang on a minute. So you, when did the pain start? Oh, right. So yeah, the basically, um, uh, it was on the, the day before. So it was on the Tuesday. So the Tuesday I was at work and I just had to go home. Yeah, tummy ache. Yeah, yeah, like major fucking. I was like lying down at work and they were like, you're right, go home. And then I went. And you got the train home and we're just like in agony on the train. Yeah, I was in agony on the train. I was like like looking ahead, like a thousand yards down. I think some of the passengers were getting a bit freaked out by me because I ended up staring at people. <laughs> and uh, they put me through all these kind of blood tests. They stick loads of fucking needles in you. And they went, yeah, you're, st- you're not going anywhere. We're going to take it out in the morning. So I had to stay the night. Uh, in hospital in this ward with like three other really old guys and uh what do you mean were they in their 30s no (laughs) no they were like they're really fucking old and and they didn't know how to work their kind of like nurse call button so they're just like they're just like whack the side of the bed if they wanted to how old were they like eight 80s like 70s like you know Mm -hmm. old yeah and um so yeah i had to kind of sleep through that and everything got to the morning and then in the morning i was wearing this like you know these gowns these hospital gowns you wear I didn't know how to work it, so I had my arse like hanging out the back of this gown, and this really fit anesthesiologist came to like brief me. Oh, we've all had that fantasy. No, she came like the she's anesthesiologist coming in to brief me, and my while ga- I'm in yeah. a gown yeah. with a, with acute appendicitis. She came and she sat there, and it was the end of her shift, and she was like briefing me on like. Was she French? No, she was American. Oh, and she was like, oh, so this is what's going to happen, and she was like giggling and like, and I my I don't know whether it was like I was facing. I don't know if it was because I was facing my own mortality or whatever, but my game was really on. So I was making her giggle, flirting. I was wearing a fucking gown. And she was like, breathing me on shit. And they say things like, anesthesiologists, doctors, they, say, they use these kind of euphemisms. So they, you know, when they say like, oh, just pop it out. They mean, get, get it out, mm. right? And she said, oh, what we're going to do is we're going to shove this pipe right down your, you know, right down your throat to your lungs because you can't breathe when you're under an- anesthesia. Do you know that? They put you on a ventilator. That's so, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to shove this down your throat, right? Oh, I and to we're going to kind of yank... How's the mobility in your neck? And I went, it's all right. And I went, well, we're going to put your head way back. And we're gonna, we might have to do a few things, like emergency things, in case... And this is the quote, in case things get a little hairy. That was what... what, what instead, basically, if you're about to die, we're going to do this. Like, and they have to explain all the contingencies. Like, okay, we don't know what we're going to find when we get in there, but you may wake up with a colostomy. Brilliant. So I had to go through that. And then they put me under. And so went, it might get a bit hairy. Yeah, get a bit hairy. Which is ironic. Because I'm bald. Yeah, I get it. No, but also because... Oh, God. <laughs> you are, you, I can talk, we can talk about it. Right. No need to be shy. Right. So I wake up. Well, let's get to that in a bit, right? So <laughs> They shaved all of Tim's pubes off. Carry on. Yes. They did do that. <laughs> so when it came time for the operation, they wheeled me. 
Okay. They wheeled me to the operating theatre, but I was like completely reclined. So I was like, oh, this is what people before they die must look at. Do you know, like the, the ceiling scrolling in front of them. I was like, God, I hope I wake up. Fuck. And then they kind of wheel me into this like room, which is like bright pink, obviously. And, and, and in this room, are all the anesthesiologists. So there's about five of them and they're all young and hip. It's like what do you mean by hip? They're hip and young and they're yeah, young. Yeah, yeah, but again, what do you mean by hip? They're you young. can't just say it again. They're, and then I, oh, I said it twice, so young. I get what he means now. Well, they're younger than me. <laughs> Is that what it takes? Yeah, that's what it takes. So, they're, they're sparky. That's the saddest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> so they're young, but they, you know, they've got, they got, they got pep. They've got pep. Why? Just, I don't know, they're cracking they're wise. Young, they're younger than me. They're cracking wise. They're cracking wise. It's like eight in the morning, so they've just got up, had a coffee, and mm. they give me oxygen, and they say, okay, go, you know, we're going to... They'd never mention at this point they're going to shave my pubes. At no point... Last time I've cried on this show. No, no, at no point... At no point do they mention they're going to shave my pubes, by the way. This is just like a surprise. Maybe it wasn't part of the procedure. Maybe they just wanted, maybe they took Instagrams with it. They just did selfies with my, you know, shaving my my junk. But like, that was it. They were just like, uh, you know, they went, oh, you're going to feel a scratch now. And when they say you're going to feel a scratch, this is another euphemism. It means they're going to shove a huge fucking needle in you. So they shove this massive needle right into my vein. And I was like, God, I hope they knock me out. I hope the anesthesia works, right? And they're giving me oxygen, which I didn't realize they give you oxygen because in the time they put the anesthetic in, they need to get a pipe down you. So they oxygenate your blood so that okay. you don't suffocate. That's basically why they do it. So I was taking this oxygen thinking they're going to, you know, I'm going to, this is meant to put me under. I was like, I'm not, this is not happening. And then they went, okay, it's going in now. And I went, I hope I feel, and that was it. But it was so strong. I remember the drugs just hitting and my face just melting and that was it. <laughs> and then two hours later, I woke up. Did you have any dreams while you were under? None, none. Uh. Complete annihilation. Complete, you know, boom, done. Oh, I wish I was there. And then, you know, woke up. They were like, it was a success. We, we nipped it out and I was still groggy from the drugs, which are superb, by the way. And then um, eventually I was in the bed and I looked down and realized, oh, I look like a 12-year-old boy. Hip. I look. I look hip again. Yeah, I look hip. Yeah, I look hip again. I'm a hip young gunslinger, and uh, and that was that really. And then, uh, how do you feel been... about it now? Are you into it about what? Now it's all gone. No, at all because I'm quite. I think there was. I remember in my earliest early twenties, people started doing that. Yeah. I think people started doing that because it makes their cock look bigger, right? But I think you need to be of a certain skin tone to pull it off. I'm as white as a t- like you know, a plucked turkey, mm. right? It's not attractive. Yeah. It's not an attractive sight. Does it look like turkey, like the, you know, like a turkey neck? No. Does your ball sack look like that now? Well, no, they didn't, they didn't shave my balls. So you've got no hair on the top, yeah, they but just then it's down. just hairy underneath. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's so weird. So it's like, I'm not going to, no, no. Oh. They, do, they only shaved because they needed to put, a, they needed, a, it was a keyhole surgery thing. So they put three holes in you and then they kind of rootle around with a camera and they, and they get the, the bastard, and then they sew you Did up. Did you get to keep your appendix? No, but I, th- I think it's, I think it's somewhere. It's, it's probably, what do they do with it? They just chuck it in the bin? They release it into the wild or something. <laughs> they just let it run free. Like an alien. Yeah, like an alien. <laughs> they, they probably take it to the, to the moors and let it, let it go there. It's just, it's just uh, making its way around the hospital halls now, killing people. Yeah. Just growing, feeding off of their blood, making probably, itself stronger. Probably. If, if that's where I kept all my cynicism, then it clearly is. Do you feel um, a new lease of life? I didn't, but I feel a bit more energised today, but it really fucking knocks you out. It's man. funny that uh, we've been friends for a long time. Well, yeah, I mean, relatively yeah. long time. Relative. Long enough. Too long. Long enough Too long. is a good description. Too long. Yeah. And... Uh, you often normally do when we do this show you're in like your joggers and, right. your, and a t-shirt yeah one slight brush with death yeah yeah you're wearing a full suit today. i look like a bible salesman today you do you yeah, look yeah. like a jehovah's witness yeah i look i'm you know maybe i so maybe this brush with mortality not at all has made you care about your appearance a bit more not at all now i have to work the door to i'm doing a little job tonight if i don't turn up and i get paid so i'm gonna go and do this and then go so if i poked you in the tummy now would it hurt well i'll punch you in the face <laughs> i would you know i'd do everything in my power to hurt you back yeah no it's all because you text me while you're in the hospital and you're like oh uh, and you sent a picture of you and you had like the needle thing yeah, in your yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and i thought you'd like broken your hand no no and here's the weird thing is i didn't even text back no you didn't <laughs> 
No, you didn't. Like, lots of people go I was back. really drunk. I was really oh, drunk in, when you texted oh, me. Oh, in my defence, I was really yeah, drunk. Yeah, in my defence, so, yeah. So, what, what point of inebriation do you suspend all friendship with people? Uh, one, one pint. One whiskey? One if pint, someone's okay. paid for it, one pint. Yeah, one pint, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I've had to buy my own drinks, right. eight, eight pints. No, I was touched by that. You know, it was great. <clears throat> I did immediately text you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. next day. And then, uh, <laughs> after you text me again. And, uh, yeah, I'm, well, I'm, you know, I mean, yeah. it's it's... it's I mean, I, obviously it's very painful, yeah. but appendicitis isn't exactly something where people go, oh my God, you no. know, I had no idea, you're okay. No, 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 you know, no, So, fine. you know, you're okay. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm really happy you're okay. Yeah, yeah. But let's it's not a, get carried away. It's a, well, hang on. No one found a lump. Hang on. So, yeah, exactly. But it's in the kind of the mid-range, mid to like low important range of, of surgeries, isn't it? It's the lowest. But I've noticed now that I can no longer milk it for like sympathy. Yeah. With my girlfriend. Like, I was wondering what the cutoff would be, and I think it was about four days. Well, I'm glad you're okay. And, Thank you. And that's a, a good example of how brilliant our National Health Service is. It is. That you go in with a fucking bellyache. Yeah. They figure it out, and then 12 hours later, they've chopped it out. Yeah, yeah. No, in all seriousness, it was... It was you know? Like Take I was, that, Cameron. I was so proud. Uh, it's one of the things I'm most proud of um, in this country is the NHS. Maybe we should say in, in retrospect of last week's Thanksgiving where you said that you were yeah. uh, thankful for your Very health. Very good, yes. Maybe now we can say retrospectively yes. that we are thankful for the, the National, National Health, health Service. Service. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. You do a great job. Anyway, anyway you're alive. Well, I'm alive. Congratulations. And yeah, I'm, I'm hobbling along, so, you know, that's that. Medical advances... Yeah. Appendix is nothing. Right. They've also, they did a face transplant this week. Oh shit, yeah. I, I that saw you that. wanted to talk about that I've segued into. It was quite a good segue. Very amateurish. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. I, th- I enjoyed it. Um, but I don't know a lot about it. I've seen the before and after pictures. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that they did it. Yeah. But the guy looks pretty miserable. And I know that it's like, because he's had a face transplant, yeah. which is an amazing feat of you, yeah. human science. Yeah, yeah. But he still, he looks pretty sad. You're which be, is, yeah. which well, is sad yeah. that you can't smile at the fact that you have a new face. No, no, no. You're going to be a bit droopy if they just whack a face on your, on your Isn't head. Isn't that fucked up? And, like, imagine being that, the person whose face it is, is like buddies. Yeah, yeah. Well, the guy, the guy, the dead guy's face. Yeah. You're wearing a dead, the guy's, dead guy's face. face yeah. If you're the family of the dead guy. Yeah. That must be pretty weird. Yeah. If you had a face transplant, whose face would you like? Ooh, good question. Um, but you'd have to go through like a horrible accident first as well, because this guy was a... Well, vol- but I'd have to have a, a mixed race face. Not really. Yeah, it'd be a bit weird if it was like, all Hang of on. this is mixed race and then just a, like a white face. Well, I think that ship has sailed, the bit weird ship has sailed at that point. Like, you could have a white face on a brown body. I mean, no one's going to buy, you know... Or you could just, like, fake tan it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Uh, what would I do? I would take anyone alive or anyone, whatever, anyone of all time. Hitler. Fuck me. No, you'd have to... Just, someone to, see, alive just now. to see people's reactions. Someone alive now. Oh. Someone said, like, you have to have someone's face. Um, also, you get the added bonus if you don't like the guy that they... No, actually, no. Whose face would I take? I would take uh, a woman. Why? Because it'd be interesting. Right. You know. You want a woman's face. It'd be a woman. Okay. Why not? You know, I've done a portion of my life as a guy. I know, why not? Why not do the other portion as a woman? But you wouldn't Half and half. You wouldn't be doing the other portion. I'd go go Caitlyn Jenner on it. Oh, you mean... Okay, so you're embracing complete different gender and wear a different... If you didn't have a face anymore and they were like, oh, we've got a donor, it's a girl, you wouldn't be like, no thanks... You'd still take it. Would you, you just shave the hair? You just cut the hair and get a boy's haircut. Oh yeah, I suppose you could take. You know, a face yeah, is yeah. a face. Yeah, I suppose you know? just stretch it on. Maybe I'd take John Travolta's so I could live out my fantasy of being in the movie Face Off. That's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. What about? Um, okay, let's let's take this. You and I, right? We go. We go on a car ride on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right. We put Magic FM on. Sun shining. Okay. We're cruising through London. What was playing on Magic? Uh, Michael Bublé's home. Bublé. Another right. day's gone. We get stop right. and get coffee. You know. Bublé. And uh, we're driving along the river, and I look. Wow. I look at you while I'm driving, and we both look at each other and go, "You know what? Our lives are pretty good." <laughs> Bus hits us both. Right. You wake up in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've shaved your pubes again. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> no reason. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no reason. That's what they do. Uh, where are my people? Standard procedure. Yeah, yeah. It's just some old man. Do you know how nurses and doctors come along? And he's and got he... a beard. Yeah, he's yeah. got a beard, but it looks like it's been glued on with your pubes. Yeah. yeah. And he's just attached a yeah, pube yeah, yeah. beard. That's good. 
Maybe and, it's just a um, game that doctors and nurses play. They come along and scribble on your pad and yeah. just go, just shave this one's pubes. Shave this, yeah, yeah. Shave this, on, shave this guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, so I wake up. Yeah, you wake up. And, and they go, and, they, and, and you, you're in pain, your face is all mangled, and they go, right. Josh is dead. He's dead, but he was, his head was cut off. Yeah. We can give you his head, his face. Right. Would you take it? Well, after I start fist pumping the air, um, <laughs> would I consider that a choice? Would I take your face? Yeah. Um, and I haven't got a face anymore. Yes. Yeah, I'd take your face. Why not? Mm. <laughs> what if you still had a face? And they were like, do you just want it anyway? In a jar? Or just <laughs> no, just it. do you want the transplant? Yeah, I'll just... Um, it would be more taut around your big skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because our heads are different sizes. It would be weird. I think I'd look like I'd had like cosmetic surgery. Yeah, it's it would look a bit tall. Botoxy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Maybe they could keep a bit of the back of your head yeah, yeah. and then just stitch it on from like two thirds of the way around so it fits. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, what happened this week? Yeah. What happened? What the fuck happened apart from your acute appendicitis? I, I, I went to the, went away. the Outer Hebrides or the Inner Hebrides. Yeah. Scotland. Mm-hmm. I went to Scotland. You did. Scotland. 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 I don't really know what to say about it. Well, you went away to like a wilderness. I went to the Isle of Mull. Yeah, the Isle of Mull. Not and my idea. I'm, I'm not. Girlfriend I don't agree you. with holidays, really. I don't like them. It's not an ethical stance. It's I like just, you being in. I like. It's like you agree no, with, I just love. It's not fair trade coffee. I just like where I live. I like being. What's wrong with being happy with where I am? What? Yeah, I so, don't get it. I don't your, understand why you need to... wanted to take you away, Yeah, right? and I right, wanted her to stop moaning, so we went. Oh, right. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so you went away for some nice quality uh, time together. Yeah? Yeah. Got the sleeper train up. Right. Right. Um, Connected to the wilderness, you know, the yeah, rugged wilderness. Yeah, you know, we got the boat over and everything's beautiful. Right. It's like the whole country on that side. It's like, the way I would describe it is it's like the whole country, it's like everything's wearing a tweed coat. Everybody, or everything. no, everything, the hills, oh, the, the trees. hills. Oh, I see. Yeah, and I quickly realised, basically, like we drove, we got into the the port on the Isle of Mull, mm-hmm. and we did do a tour of uh, the Tobermory Whiskey Distillery. Nice, unbelievable. Do they give you free whiskey? And shit? Well, you pay, but you pay like you twenty pay quid, tour. and I yeah, left yeah, yeah, drunk. Yeah, yeah, and then you know? they just keep and it was you whiskey. fucking amazing. As an Great. adult, that's like my Disneyland is to see how they make whiskey. Oh yeah, yeah, well, it that's was good. absolutely brilliant. Great. But then you, we, the town, we were staying like an hour out of this town and the roads were just like, like on the side of a cliff cobbled. Like if I die now, no one will find us. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, <clears throat> and then we drove up to where this like Airbnb we'd rented was. Mm. And it was like three miles up this, like off the road on like a gravel road. Yeah. A gravel road. Yeah. Like nowhere near a pret. No, and, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Drove up this road, just sheep in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And it was like proper, well, it was three miles from the road. And right. there was nothing, mm. like a lock. Like if someone could have come to the house in the night, right. broken all the windows, screamed at the top of his lungs for 10 minutes, then killed us, and no one would have heard. Yeah. And it, and it really surprised me that like, I live in one of the most dangerous cities. Well, is London one of the most dangerous? Probably well, it's, not. It's a dangerous... It's a city. It's a big yeah. fucking city. Yeah. I live in this busy dangerous city in east london right i go to sleep every night like you know i mean i've seen people with guns and knives yeah in the vicinity of where i live and it doesn't even really phase me that much no and then i go to and i go to sleep silently every night peacefully yeah. sleep like a friggin' baby fucking three nights in the countryside yeah petrified i think it's because it renders you absurd just, doesn't it just yeah, the, yeah. the wind hitting the and then I, I was so scared that i got a kitchen knife and put it in my dresser <laughs> And slept with the kitchen knife, just so if someone came in, I could kill them. Right. Like, like the thought entered my brain mm-hmm. before I went to bed. Before I went to bed, yeah. a cup of hot chocolate, yeah, yeah. you know. Was the thought process, I'd feel so stupid yeah, if it did happen. exactly. My thought process was, if someone comes in the room <laughs> now, which is, you know, not likely, but they could easily get in. Yeah. And like, I checked the whole house every night. I checked every room before I went to bed to see if there was a murderer. That had like snuck in, like a horror story. It snuck in and just stayed quiet the whole evening. That's how they roll. Yeah. They just kind of break L- in. That's like I was going to look under the bed in one of the like spare rooms and he was going to be like, all right, oh, I was right, going to kill you. Ah, oh, oh, you got me. All right, I'll leave. Wah, wah, wah. You know? <laughs> and uh, so I got this kitchen knife 
because I was like, well, if someone comes in and is trying to kill me, I'm going to kill them first. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Which is a psychotic thought to have right before you go to sleep. It's very, yeah. So I put it in the dresser of the Airbnb. <laughs> yes. Like in the bed. So so if he breaks in in the night, I can quickly open the drawer and kill him. Right. 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 Yeah. Or defend myself, as you'd say. Mm-hmm. Defend myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I we got halfway back yesterday and I'd realised I'd left the knife in the dresser. Great. So like <laughs> Great. Like whoever owns that Airbnb yeah, yeah. is gonna realise that I'm crazy. Yeah, they have to rate you as well on Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's they true. have to write you write a review about them and they write a review about you. So they, their review is gonna be like, they were lovely, they did really well, they left everything in order, it was wonderful. However, <laughs> left a big fucking knife in the dresser and I don't know what that means. Is it a statement? What are they saying? With I was thinking of excuses I could come up with. Okay. Like, so if he emails us going, why is there a knife in the dresser? Funny story. I can just say, oh, funny story. I was doing some sewing and I needed a with knife. With a knife. I don't know. What do you use a knife for that isn't Cutting murder? things. What would you need it for in the bedroom? <laughs> was it about, was it just because the, the wilderness renders you absurd? Like, you feel small in the universe. Is this a problem with you? Like, is this why you don't like going out into the country? Going to this Isle of Mull. You've gotten very deep there, very, very quickly. Well, you know, you know, is it because you No, just... it's just because there's no people and it's fucking scary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And if you fell over the air ambulance... I asked the guy, I asked the guy doing the whiskey tour, I was like, what happens if, you know, you fall over and they have to get you off the island? And he goes, oh, we get an air ambulance. There's an air ambulance from the mainland. Yeah, yeah. So that would come get you. And I went, how many air ambulances? He's like, one. And I was like, so what if someone on another island has fallen over as well? He goes, oh, you'd die. Oh, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. You'd fucking die. I know that's Irish. Was in a pub and the chef came out of the restaurant. Right. I ordered some chicken wings. Mm-hmm. And uh chef came out of the restaurant and just went, eh, yeah, someone said you had that haircut. <laughs> and then just walked back in. Brilliant. <laughs> well, you do look quite, I mean, it, it must be pretty slow around there. And you do look quite visually arresting, don't you? Yeah, I never feel brown in London. I don't think it's because of your skin, the colour of your skin. It's I when think I it's leave it's London. It's your mohawk and the way you dress that's going to, like... I don't dress turn. that stupidly, do I? But compared to like a small town in the Hebrides, you rock up with your kind of, I don't know, hipster vibe in your, your mohawk. No, maybe. And they'll be like, oh, well, this is the most exciting thing that's happened to us for a month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It, and the, the woman at the distillery knew, knew the Kenneths. That was awesome. Really? Yeah. Fucking cool. hell. Yeah. There we go. All the way out to the inner Hebrides. Brilliant. You, yeah. got, you got reach. Uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to do the letters? We could talk about what happened in the news. So much happened to us this week that we've skipped the current what affairs. Do you want to, we could do. Yeah, the, uh, well, the going back to the Hatton Garden thing. But you know the guy who the the mastermind of the Hatton Garden the theft. It's been convicted, isn't it? No, he used an oyster card to get to the burglary with Ooh. his freedom pass. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. I know we were talking about it last week. Yeah, we were talking about it. Yeah. And it came out in the news today. The o- oldest man involved from the Hatton Garden raid, which is when they burgled the jewellery store. Yeah. In London, stole millions of pounds worth of stuff. We were talking about it last week because all the men who burgled it are fucking old. Yeah. And we were just, I, I just believe that they shouldn't go to jail because they're old and they tried to burgle the thing and they got yeah. caught. So no harm, yeah, no foul. Fair enough. Yeah. And it says the oldest man involved in the Hatton Garden raid used a freedom pass belonging to someone else on his. Way to commit England's biggest burglary ever. Experienced criminal, Brian Reader, 76. Right. Used the Oyster Pass. Oyster, Oyster Card is like a... 
is your bus card basically yeah, yeah. In, in London. But it clocks uh, in when you go, you know, when you enter, when you yeah, leave. Yeah, which provides free travel to those over 60. So he's had it for 16 years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to get to the city's jewellery. Yeah. Jewellery core on the night of the 2nd of April, which is, I just love it. Yeah. I love these guys. They're my heroes. I know yeah. we talk about it every week, but I just love the fact that he was about to go steal 20 million pounds worth of jewellery. And he yeah. thought, well, no point wasting money. No, no. I've got this free uh, bus pass. Yeah, why not? You know. Didn't get an Uber. No. Didn't didn't kind of find probably can't work probably doesn't have an iPhone so can't get Uber. Yeah, couldn't couldn't get you know what old people are like couldn't just get on on a kind of just get a lift. Yeah, an untraceable lift. He actually but he tapped in and tapped out like a good citizen. Reader did not appear to have owned a mobile phone and may have used his son Paul Reader's phone to contact others involved. Uh, Reader called the master by his co-conspirators. Bit hubristic. The 76-year-old, who was called The Master, right. um, had been instrumental in planning the burglary, uh, $14 million, uh, but he withdrew from the conspiracy when the gang ran into difficulties trying to get into the vault on the first night. The other men allegedly returned the following night to complete the job. Oh, so he wasn't there. I shouldn't go to jail then. Fucking great. Brilliant. I just love it. I think he'll get respect in prison. I think they'll be like... I don't think he's going to get much shit. People are going to go, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, come have on a, in. Have a cigarette. That was funny. Also, it was funny. You How long of... would you get in jail for that? Like Quite a lot, man. But he's at 76. Yeah, he didn't hurt anyone. He... Well, you know, you know, don't if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Yeah, but he's old. Old man. Yeah, I know. I'm saying keep him out of prison. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else is in the news? The royal baby, Princess Charlotte. Look yeah. at this. It was in the Daily Mail. Of course it was. Uh, she says, crowning glory just like mum's. And there's a picture of her. Uh, adorable chubby cheeks for now. And then, for na- Does it say for now? Yeah, for now. Oh my God. Well, because hopefully, she'll, when she turns yeah. 18, we'll be able to sexualize her like we do all our other Exactly, princesses. exactly. So and we now, can't say she'll have chubby cheeks. We'll be looking at her chubby butt cheeks. Yeah, we're looking at much her Much like we yeah. like to sexualize Pippa Middleton, Kate's uh, horny little uh, little sister. Yeah, no, she was... Uh, that was pretty uh, creepy, wasn't it? What? Well, the Pippa Middleton thing, when she kind of came on the scene, everyone was like, oh, wow, her sister's really fuckable. Yeah, I'd love to fuck but, her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can't do it to Kate, yeah, she's going to be the no, queen. No, no, queen. Yeah, exactly. So we, 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 we kind of cast in the role of this kind of weird whore. Well, she's not going to be... <laughs> and then we're going to put her on the, like, the Daily Mail's just going to kind of write about it in that horribly, you know, purient, like, vicarious kind of, we're going to enjoy it, but judge at the same time, bullshit. Uh, sister, it was all her ass, wasn't it? It was like, oh, it was the equivalent of her showing up at a, like, a wedding... And like someone turning to you in the pews, just going, "Who's that?" Yeah, well, fucking yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah, mate, fucking yes. Uh, what else? Her spark. Going back to the baby now. Away right. from away, away from, from her sparkling baby blue eyes. And then this. Doesn't she look like the queen? No. It's and, and there's a picture in the. I think it's just the Daily Mail or the, I don't know Guardian. I don't know Daily Mail. Doesn't she look like the queen? And then there's a picture of the queen as a baby. She's like, no, just all babies look the fucking same. They're pretty same. much the same. Well, every white baby looks yeah. the same. That's why you have baby mix-ups yeah. in maternity wars, because they all look the friggin' I same. I reckon if I got home, and yeah. it was more than an hour's drive from the hospital to my house, right. having had a baby, right. and they called and went, you've got the wrong baby, you I think just- I'd probably be like, ugh. Really? We well, want to come all the way back. <laughs> Fuck's sake, now I'm going to keep it. It just amounts to the uh, same. So the baby you've got is Chinese. <laughs> oh, whatever. It's a well, fucking right. baby. It's a baby. I mean, it's a fresh slate. Go yeah. on. What's it going like, to do? I know. What's it going to do? What is it possibly? Got, it's true. That's a good point. If you accidentally got somebody else's baby, I mean... What's the cutoff? What's the Yeah, what's the I mean, you probably just, <laughs> you probably just keep it. You get home. You're feeling very Will Smith, just the two of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you've got that playing from them. Oh, wow. And you start bonding with the kid. And it's like, let's say let's say it's an hour. <laughs> just keep it. Yeah. Let's say it's an hour, you'd probably take it back. Yeah, an hour is fine. Right? An Let's say fine. it's three days. It's like consumer rights. If it's three days. It's like, yeah, you can't return it. Yeah. It's like, no. You, like you, it was 28 yeah, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, less than 28 days. It's sort of very, very pre-consumer rights. It's like, no, you, you, that's the one you got now. Uh, have you got the receipt? Yeah, have you got the receipt? Yeah, yeah. I think, what is it? Like, what if it was after a year and they were like, oh shit, really sorry about this. That's the wrong baby. Thought you would have figured that out, seeing as your baby is very black. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you would you keep it? Would you be like, oh, it's been a year now. I've spent a year like putting all my insecurities and yeah, yeah. terrible thoughts into its head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you do? I don't know, man. I think you'd probably. I mean, you'd you know you'd have to swap it back, wouldn't you? But um, I think there should be. There's definitely a strong case to be made. Just keep it. Just keep hold of it. Uh, anyway, should we do the letters? Yeah, let's do the letters. All right. All right. <sighs> you feeling alive? Joie okay. de vivre. I'm feeling a, a little sore. Yeah? You sound ill. You yeah. sound like you're in pain. Well, because they jam that, you know, d- sorry to give you a bracing image, but they put that um, tube down your throat, so it kind of bruises everything up, so you're, you're, you're fucked for a bit. So my, my mellifluous, fruity, dark tones aren't in uh, evidence. You're not, at the uh, you're not a cup of coffee. No, I'm not, am I? <laughs> Letters time, time to answer your letters. You're writing in with your problems, and we're gonna try and help you through them. EBPXIFORBOYPODCAST.COM. No, wrong. Every week. EBPXIFORBOYPODCAST.COM.UK. Co.UK, yeah, I almost said it. EBP excitableboypodcast.co.uk right Sorry, in. I got some anger right there. I've got some anger issues because my dad left when I was a kid and I never really got over it up yet. Okay, great. All right. Um, <coughs> uh, every week you can write to the show. Yeah. Bloody, bloody, blah. You know the fucking drill. You know the drill by now. EBP excitableboypodcast.co.uk. Uh, we are your unofficial agony aunts guiding you through the treacherous, dank, wet, Leafy caved pavement street right. of your shitty life. Yeah, we're there to hold your hand, you get, and then just when you yeah. think you trust us, you yeah, yeah. feel us guiding your hand towards our crotch. Good, you got it back at the end. EB, that's, that's the important thing. Hypnotist, hypnotist. Dear EBP, I've been dating a woman for a few weeks, and she is a professional hypnotist. Right. She's one of those help-you-quit-smoking types of hypnotists, mm-hmm. not a makes-your-husband-bark-on-a-TV-show type of hypnotist. Right. You can probably guess where this letter is going. Should I carry on dating someone whose job is absolute bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> Am I being shallow? Should I look past her silly job and continue seeing her because she's full of amazing qualities? Lots of love, a confused naysayer. Wow. Shall I look past her silly job? Uh, I think it's fucking cool. She's right. making money by taking advantage of idiots. Right. She's an entrepreneur. Yeah, you exactly. Know? I mean, but she must genuinely believe that it's. It yeah, works. I mean, I don't think hypnotists really believe that. Let's just workshop that conversation. Where you, so you you're, you tell me that you're you're a hypnotist, and I'll be the guy. Okay. Right? Um, so what do you do for a living? Well, there, Mister Tim. Hi. Yeah. Hi. You look like the kind of man that wouldn't have any pubic hair. That's correct. Well done. Yeah. I like your bald face Thank and crotch. You. But to business. I'm a hypnotist. I don't know why she's like steep south. No. My dad has gone out. You want to... Hey there, Mr. Stable Buck. You want to come in and help me draw up a nice hot bath? Well, no, ma'am. I don't want no trouble. I'm just going to be picking my cotton in the field, man. Okay. I love so, my accent. Yeah, it's good. But I don't want to... I ain't supposed to talk sorry. to no boss's daughter. Sorry. I'm just here picking my cotton. Please could, leave me be. Could you leave the room, please? Sorry, uh, sorry, but just go away. Well, um, Mr. Sorry. Tim, yeah, yeah. I can hypnotize you and help you if you want to quit your smoking. It's a nasty and, devil kind of habit. And this is his reaction. You say, I'm a hypnotist. He goes, oh, <laughs> I still want to have sex with you. Hey, wait, I'll stop doing the accent. I feel like the accent's maybe trumping the workshop here. No, I just think it's just, yeah, it's, it's irrelevant. Okay, let's start again. Yeah. I'm a hypnotist. Oh, I great. Can, I can hypnotize you. Can you? Yes. Right. That's a good thing. Do you want to watch um, like this is, Okay, this is how much... If anyone who believes in hypnotism, right? This is how much bullshit hypnotism is, right? It's not. If I can put you under right. and you go to the hospital with appendicitis right. and the anaesthetist says, yeah, we can give you an anaesthetic and put you under. Right. And then the hypnotist doctor goes, or oh, I can hypnotize you and put you under and I, we won't have to put any of those chemicals in your body. Right. Which one are you going to take? The, the, exactly. the weapons grade drugs. Exactly. The thing that was made by rich Danish scientists yeah. in a petri dish yeah, yeah. in the 80s yeah. while they were gacked off their tits right. going, oh my God, this drug's amazing. Mm-hmm. I want that. 
Yeah, I'm a big fan Some of... fucking uh, hippie with a watch. I'm in the drugs camp. I'm a big, <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of drugs. And when people go, uh, if someone came up to me and went, okay, we're going to put you under, but you could control your pain through your breathing, I'd be like, no. Yeah. Just for the record, just, just, it, just, Tim's not, when he says drugs, yeah. he does mean recreational drugs. Yeah, yeah, just purely recreational and drugs. And anaesthetic drugs. And anaesthetic yeah, drugs, yeah. yeah. All the legal and non-legal. Yeah, medicinal yeah, and yeah. fun times. Yeah, yeah, and fun times. Yeah. And times leading to dark times um, drugs. So, okay, so he's dating this hypnotist. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, okay, let's put it this way. If she wanted to go out with you, really, maybe she'd just hypnotise you so you fell in love with her. Right. Like I went to a house party once, mm-hmm. and there was a hypnotist there. Mm-hmm. And there was like 15 people. With this. It wasn't a house party, it was like a dinner party, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you ever been to one of those? People yeah. sit at a table, and they, yeah. they just accept the fact that they're not 21 anymore. Yeah, and, yeah. They, they pretend to read stuff when they've read, read play, the... Play yeah. a fucking game, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Talk briefly about politics. Of course. And then and this guy's like, oh, I can hypnotise you. And everyone was so enamoured with the fact that he was a hypnotist. Everyone just kind of went for it, and he was trying to hypnotise me, and I was like, dude, it's not working. And he's like, well, the thing with hypnotism is you have to want to be hypnotised. I'm like, well, then you're shit at your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to enter into it. You have yeah. to be. You oh, yeah. First, first thing is you have yeah, to accept yeah. that you want it to happen. It's like, well, then you just shit at being a hypnotist. Fucking hypnotize me, you cock. Right. It's a very intense dinner party you're at. <laughs> just, you start to get really angry. Anyway. Uh, um, he. Should... Uh, I, th- I think that. I think hypnotism is, is more legitimate than, for example, alternative medicine. Like. No, well, they're both stupid. <laughs> As, as they say, do you know what alternative medicine's been proven to work? Do you know what they call it? Medicine. But by definition. What should he do? Uh, well, I just think just to see where it goes, you know. So I just, just think keep dating her. Because he's, he's only, what, a couple of weeks? Yeah. I think keep dating her, but next time you go out and go, so I, I think it's really cool you're a hypnotist. She'll go, yeah, thanks. And then you go, but seriously, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Is know, it going to be like. Well, it's not, no, no, come on, come on. Come is it going to be like when he, uh, she meets his mates? Is he going to not mention it? Yeah. Is he going to be like, and what do you do, um, Sandra? What do you do for a living? And you'll just cut her off. Yeah. Just go, oh, she does things. I think that it's too early. It's too early to kind of just suspend your I just think you've gone out with her because she's fucking making money by but, by kidding people. But there's, that's a, awesome. but, there's a, no, but there's a scientific basis for hypnotism. No, there isn't. There, of course there is. No, there isn't. There is. No, there isn't. Well, well how, do you, how do you think Darren Brown does it? Because he, he's figured out how the basic uh, yeah, a, psychologies of yeah, people. It's a, it's a way and, and he'll know what you're going to say. That's what hypnotism it's is. It's a neurolinguistic program. Yeah, exactly. Hypnotism yeah. is a manipulation. You can, there's a scientific basis for it. It's uh, not like alternative medicine where as soon as there's a scientific basis for it, it just becomes medicine. It becomes part of medicine. Because you, you, do you know what I mean? You create a proof for things. That's what science does. And then it becomes a, a working thing. Okay. I don't know where this is going but anyway yeah I say give it some time give it some time just change the subject whenever she brings it up <laughs> um, and that's it you yeah know. I think keep going out with her but right back in yeah see if it comes to a head that seems interesting sweet uh, <laughs> alright next letter putting out fires uh, funeral girl continued oh oh yeah yeah okay so should we read so the, uh, yeah okay so a guy wrote in last week uh, who was at he, he went to school with a guy yeah. I think stop yeah. me if I get this wrong wasn't right. that close with him yeah the guy unfortunately died yeah he went to the funeral yeah and has since stayed in touch with the deceased's girlfriend yeah but he, he bumped into the deceased girlfriend at yeah. the funeral and who he always fancied yeah. from back in the day and then they she's been like booty texting him yeah so he's been basically tomcatting around a dead man's and he's not sure and he wasn't sure if he should he felt guilty because it was like well yeah. you know he's yeah. dead now yeah so and we both encouraged him to have intercourse with that let's see how it panned let's out let's see what Deary, uh, funeral girl continue Deary BP thanks for answering my letter last week to give you some information on what happened, the girl I asked you about last week just left my flat. <laughs> right. She stayed at mine four nights since last week. Great. So he did it. Yeah, did he, did, he did the dirty. You're welcome. Yeah. She just asked me if we should go out and do something this week. What do I do? I thought it was just sex. I'm not really sure if I want more, but she's in a fragile place oh, and I don't shit. want to make her feel rejected. Help, help. Fuck me. But I think we mentioned it last week. That if you if you're having sex with someone who's mourning, they're going to be in a fragile state. So it ups the ante. So we, I think we did. Did we mention that, or did we just go 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 forth? I think we didn't say that. <laughs> oh shit! I suppose we should have said yeah. that, shouldn't we? Well, yeah, you've got to ease her off a bit. 
Yeah, you. Well, what do you or do? You can't be like, out. well, uh, no, I don't want to go out with you. I thought this was just sex. Sorry, your boyfriend died. You know what I mean? <laughs> you Bye. Got, you've got to put in a bit of dating time now. I think he, I think he's dug a hole. I think just I I would go you know go out with her again, and just try to just ease it off a bit. Mm. You know. And be straight, be honest. Just I just think, I think maybe just honesty is the best policy. Because yeah. the further down the road you go, yeah. the worse it's going to get. The last thing you want her to think is, if you, if you don't want a relationship with anyone, you shouldn't mm. make them think well, that you want a relationship with them. The but, fact that well, you met her at a funeral and banged yeah. her yeah, yeah. because you were flirting with her at a funeral of mm. her dead boyfriend. Mm. I mean, that makes you a bad person. <laughs> so really, you just got to deal with it. I think what's bracing is that... I think when you start going out with someone, it's about synchronizing the pace at which you kind of approach each other. So some people, they try to move too quickly too too soon. I think if someone's kind of experiencing something intense, like she's experiencing, I think she's just kind of leaping a few levels ahead. So I think there's nothing to say. You might go out with this woman, but you need to kind of find a way of synchronizing your approaches a bit. So like keep her at a bit of a distance, but go out with her and see where it goes and just be honest, go like, you know. She might be projecting the shit out yeah, of you. But if she's, she's using you as a crutch, basically. But if she's just texting him going, hey, we should just have sex. I need to have sex to get over this, which is what she said last week. No one talks that way. Right, she said that in the text. Oh, she did. She yeah, did. yeah, she was like, I just need some sex at the minute so I don't feel... Fair enough. ...sad anymore. Right, okay. If she's saying that and then turns around and goes, oh, maybe, you know, so let's go on a date. She's kind of gypped you a bit. Well, she suggested it. You can say no. Just say, look, I'm all for the sex, not the commitment. Fine. Just be honest. You know? Yeah, I think it's, it's, honesty you've is be, the best You've policy. got to be honest at this point. Mm. Yeah. That's the best time. Exactly. Just kind of go, look, it was really nice, but, you know, I, if anything, it has to be much slower than this, and I, I don't know, but let's maybe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe something completely non-committal. Yeah, exactly. And spineless like that. Yeah. Go forth. Okay, and uh, last letter of the week. The wrong delivery. This right. one's really long. Dear EBP, yesterday I was at work. Yo, yesterday at work, I was expecting a delivery from a clothing company. I get deliveries sent to work because it makes me temporarily forget that I'm in a job I hate when I'm opening something I've bought on the internet. <laughs> right. I came back from lunch, saw it on the reception desk, and hurriedly opened my ASOS package without looking at the label. Right. Obviously, it wasn't for me. It was for a girl who works in the office upstairs. Ooh. Obviously, it was sexy underwear and other more mundane things, and then in brackets, tops, socks, etc. And then in capital letters, here's the problem. I slept with this girl at the Christmas, at the building Christmas party last year. Right. Sounds to me like you just opened her mail. Yeah. 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 Uh, she wanted to see me again and I totally fobbed her off. Shit. However, we continued sleeping together, I'd say, up until March. Right. Here's the other problem in Capulets. When it was properly over, she texted me asking me to bring her stuff into work that she'd left at mine. Some heels, some underwear, a top from Gap. Right. And I jokingly replied, saying, but I'm wearing them all right now. Yeah. In the moment, I thought that text was cute and lighthearted, but in retrospect, I was texting it to a girl I'd totally blown out and had been avoiding in the building since. She didn't text back, and her stuff is still in my flat. Right. So, here's the problem. I have an open <laughs> box of her underwear in my drawer at work and her underwear at home. Yeah. What do I do? Should I give them to her and tell her the truth? Should I throw them away? What? What's the problem here? You just return them. So he opened a box yeah. that he thought was for him. Exactly. So this That fine. wasn't for him. Yeah. And then, but the girl, he opened a parcel of a girl that he shagged. And he's avoiding her, basically. Yeah. And it's overcomplicated by the fact that he said... He's already got a pair of her underwear in his house. She's like, oh, can I get that back? And he texts her going, but I'm wearing it. Mm. And then I guess the problem is it's going to look like he's opened her mail and like gone through her underwear again. Like he didn't give the underwear back. Right. And now he... Oh, I see. And now he's also okay. opened a packet of so her it's underwear. Thing, it's a thing that so he's... So it's going to look like a pervert. Right. Yeah. I say just go up to her office and give it back to her, but have a pair like in your mouth, like a gimp. <laughs> 
No, don't do that. Just return them, man. Just to take the box up and say, look, I accidentally opened this. I thought it was for me. You know what I think? I think uh, wait till the office is closed, go down to reception and just fucking leave the box back at reception open. Yeah, yeah. So That's it looks good like idea. someone else opened yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. You, don't, you, don't, you don't have to take the blame for any of it. Perfect. Anonymity, mm. my friend. Or maybe stuff her stuff that she left at your house in that box. Mm. Tape it up. Yeah. And then throw it in a river. <laughs> That's another very good suggestion. I can't argue with any of those yeah. options. Um, I think, yeah, I think you can get out of it. Fine. Just return. I think the um, it's a bit too late to return the ship that's in your flat, though, isn't it? Yeah, that ship has sailed. I mean, I've still got she's, she's not accepted, a top she, from yeah. a girl. She's written so, it I've off. I've still kept it for some reason. For some reason. Yeah. Smell it every night, don't you, Josh? <laughs> but she probably just, she probably just, you know, um, she's probably written off the the underwear in your flat, so just throw it away. And then um, drop it by reception. You're golden. Have you ever left anything in a, in a, in a house post-breakup that you've never got back, that you've always regretted not getting back? No, actually. I'm not, you know, I don't think so. Not mm-hmm. yet, anyway. Ooh. I travel pretty light in relationships. I don't leave much stuff. No, you're a nomad of love. Yeah, just you? in case. Yeah. When it ends, you don't lose anything that you yeah, like. Yeah, you pack up your stuff. You, she just turns up with, you know, when they usually have a box of your stuff. It's probably just a matchbox with a ring in it. Just a tooth, one toothbrush. One toothbrush. Yeah. An eyelash. Yeah. And a couple of dead dreams and years. Um. <laughs> Head- headphones. <laughs> That's it. Uh, okay. Um, fuck. Yeah, just leave it. That's my answer is leave it at reception. Yeah. Go back. Maybe try and tape it back up. Wanking it and then leave it at reception. Vengefully, vengefully wank into poor woman. Poor, poor woman. Don't do that. Just just leave it at reception. I mean, you could be honest and just say, I accidentally opened this, but you're going to look like a creep. Yeah, just reception. That's what reception's there for. Just, there you go. You know. Yeah. Boom. Done. Done. We're Sorted. done. We're done. That's it for the we're week. We're done, yeah. Thanks, I'm, guys. I'm, can I just say on a personal note? Yeah. What's I'm very glad yeah. that you didn't die. Um, me too. Yeah. I have so much to live for, Josh. Well, I'm not sure about that, but it would have been an awkward show this week had you died. Yeah. A posthumous. Yeah. You'd have to give some kind of weird eulogy, wouldn't you? You'd have to list all my achievements. I would have podcasted from <laughs> your funeral. Really? <laughs> That's touching. I'm mm-hmm. glad. I'm glad. That sounds good. But I'm glad you're alive. Thank you, my friend. Uh, that's it for the week. That's it for the show. Yes. Uh, join us next week for more nothing. <laughs> Goodbye. On the Excitable Boy Podcasts, And uh, we hope you have a nice week and a nice weekend. Be good to each other because you're going to die. Yeah. So there's no point being a cock. You know? None at all. See ya. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.